Howdy, and welcome to the uh, Theological Mutts podcast. I am, as always, joined by my lovely, now not pregnant wife, Riley. How are you doing? I'm doing well, especially now that I'm not pregnant. <laughs> uh, if uh, you hear little baby noises and age-appropriate noises, that is because as we record this right now, my wife is breastfeeding our uh, new baby. So, yes. um that is where our life is. So uh, a lot of you guys might be wondering where the heck did did you guys go? You had a really long hiatus. Um, and uh, Riley, would you like to, you, you want me to tell them or would you like to tell them what happened? Um, well, I got pregnant and... That was my fault. It wasn't anyone's fault. I just got pregnant and um, I got pretty sick. And so we took a long long break and we had a baby 12 weeks ago and we decided that it was time for us to not be losers anymore and to start doing our podcast again yeah yeah um to say that riley's being very bashful to say that she got a little sick is kind of an understatement when riley gets pregnant she gets really really sick like we were in and out of the hospital several times praise be to god the baby was healthy. Riley stayed oh, healthy. Oh, yeah, the babies are always fine. It's just me. It's <laughs> <laughs> just really, really sick. And so it wasn't like we consciously said, we're going to have to take a break from the podcast. It's more like it stuff hit the fan and we had no idea how to deal with everything going on and with her health issues. And uh, so we had to, we just stopped because it just didn't take priority and I had to take care of you and, and the kiddos. And so it was a lot, but by the grace of God, you got through it uh, and barely made it to the hospital and gave birth to a beautiful child. I did. <laughs> yeah. I did. She um, was beautiful. She is beautiful. Yeah. So, and then like you said, we just kind of were like, you know, it's time for us to do what we know what we're supposed to do yeah. and start working on the podcast. So yep. again, so where we left off last time, you know, we were really trying to put out a lot of content, try to post shorts and do all the things that the people on the internet say you got to do for your podcast. And it's a lot, a lot of work. And we have multiple kids now and it has been difficult. So right now we're just starting off getting back into the podcast and being consistent with that. Um, yeah, and we are, I think, trying to make it less about what the internet is, says we have to make it about and more about, like, what we want to make it about. And if people like it, then they like it. If they don't like it, they don't have to listen. Yeah, well, it's more like if you want more from us, that's great. We would love to give you more. Support <laughs> us so that we have time to do it, and we'll do that. Yes. Uh, but that being said, uh, sort of the combination of what happened in the last season we were doing was the interview we had with uh, Father Daryl, which like rocked us as people who have never been exposed, I think. To any high, like to high church at all. Yeah. Like, it was definitely like a very different environment than I think either of us have ever been in. And I think we were kind of in whiplash for that. And, you know, editing that podcast, I listened to Father Daryl on repeat for like five days in a row every day. And because I'm not very good at editing, and I was just like, we have to become Anglican now. Like, it just overwhelmed me. And then yeah. we prayed about it, not that there's, not that we won't, but um, yeah. So we had that interaction. We actually were hoping to have, we were having a five-point Calvinist on, and we got a whole bunch of new mic stuff thanks to the generous support of 
all you wonderful people. And we recorded it. And then she hit the mic. I don't think it was her fault. I I don't know. I think that we didn't know what we were doing with any of our equipment. And we ruined the whole podcast. Yes, it had a really two-hour podcast. Which we're still having a staticky issue. So if you are hearing that, we're sorry. We're trying. Or if you know how to fix it, please let us know. We are a bunch of hilljacks that live in the hills. Hence the word hilljacks. So we're we're just figuring this out. So we'll get better with time. We will try. But uh, and then we had that, and then you got pregnant, and I got pregnant, and it and was so, just and so then much. It just, it just all, we were like defeated, and, and then, then defeated, extra defeated once you then, got so sick when you got pregnant. We had a baby, and now uh, we're here. So yeah, I. Uh, which you came home full time. I did. I came home full time last October. And the first day of her being home full time, I come home from work, and you're like, I think it was I'm my private. like my I had like two days left of working. And I, you came home from work with the with Maggie, and um, I showed you the pregnancy test, and yeah. I was like, I quit my job in two days. I, I hope just, this is okay. Everything <laughs> was just like crazy. Everything hitting the yeah, wall. Yeah, and then and then we, uh, our church situation changed. Yes, that has yes, changed. We should probably talk about that. So, as many of you know, we've talked a lot about micro church. Home church. Home church, which for a lot of you guys are probably like, why in the world are you talking to these high church people if you're like all about microchurch? And the answer to that question is the name we of the podcast <laughs> is... Theological <laughs> Theological much for a reason. But we were doing that. Joey, do you have something to contribute? <laughs> yes. It'll probably be multiple moments. She makes cute baby noises. Um, <laughs> just like that. And so we, uh, that has changed and we're kind of, I don't know if we're done with micro church or we're saying we're exploring. it's over, but we're exploring. We just have been kind of exploring more high church liturgical settings. Uh, we went to your standard Baptist church for a little bit just to see mm-hmm. if, if we wanted to do that. And so that's, uh, that's where we are. We're still really on this journey. I think that our goals is still we want to try to create good theological discussions amongst the body of Christ. And we want I, I we want to continue having people from really wide breaths, as long as they're within the bounds of historic Christianity, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. On the podcast, talking with them and, and getting their feedback. Um, not just so, you know, we can say, hey, we talk to these people, but because we're always learning. I always want to be checking myself. Riley and I always want to be checking ourselves as what we're doing right. And I think kind of what happened a little bit was we were doing the microchurch home church experience and a lot of things happened and we're like, are, are we doing this right? And I think the Holy Spirit kind of moved us. Uh, and we were like, oh, maybe we're not. And maybe we were a little bit, I'll say, I think I was maybe a little bit too, too I, and I'm a really passionate guy, so you'll probably catch that the more the more we talk i get really fired up about things and i probably a a lot of my fleshly passionate zeal was involved with that thinking this is the best thing ever and then you get exposed to the the father daryl's and the high more high church structure and you're like holy cow i've never experienced anything like this ever yeah it was definitely i think a big hit to go from such low church experiences to then go to something that the only other thing that's higher than that is like orthodox or catholic 
and they're very similar, so it's not really like there's a lot of differences. And um, I mean, certainly not with Father Daryl's. I mean, not with Father Daryl's. From the masses, Catholic masses we've gone to, and the Anglican masses we've gone to, they're very, 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 very well, very, at least similar. his, yeah, yeah. So I think it was definitely a shock to our system. And now, like, so we just went to an Anglican church that's a lot closer to us, and um, and we took some of our friends. And our friends, I was like, look, it is a culture shock. So just be prepared for it to be a culture shock. Do you think they were shook? I definitely think. They definitely seemed they shook. They seemed a little bit overwhelmed. <laughs> a lot, a lot, a bit overwhelmed. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that being said, uh, moving into this next season of Theological Mutts, I think that... Uh, I think that we're going to try to really, what are we going to try to do? I'm not sure. I'm not promising anything, mm. but I at least want to start exploring these things again. I mean, not that we haven't been exploring them. We have been. We just haven't been sharing about it. Um, exploring this journey of like church and faith and mm-hmm. where we're going and theology and stuff that we're wrestling with. Yeah. Um for a lot of reasons, for things like, you know, the Protestant Reformation happened for a reason. Why did it happen? It was good. It was bad. Yeah. You know. Which so then, then ever, you can say, like, even, like, if you're not Protestant, like, okay, the Catholic Church had, uh, like, they didn't split the Catholic Church. The Roman Catholic Church would say, well, we didn't split. But then you have the Orthodox, and you have the Anglicans, and you have the Coptic Christians that are all these very high church streams that have left the roman catholic church why'd that happen you know these are questions that i'm asking myself that i've never asked myself before Mm -hmm. that i'm really wondering like why have i not thought about this because i think that we should yeah because like i'm I'm still all about unity i just don't know what that looks like yeah i think that the biggest thing that and you you and i have talked about this several times is you know the, the scriptures say you don't you don't move the ancient boundary mark yeah. And I think that and that's something we even talked about. And you guys saw in our interview with Father Darrell, he talked a lot about how the Christian church is like effectively de-Christianized the church, right? We've had all these seasons of feasting and fasting and celebrating these holy things. And we've stripped those away over time. The, uh, just to be blunt, like the evangelical church especially has stripped those away till we've gotten to this uh to this really basic, basic liturgy. And that's the thing. Like, no matter what church you go to, I've realized you have a liturgy, mm-hmm. right? You have an order of how you're doing things, and we've made this one that's just really basic and succinct where you go in, you talk to the greeters, you have a little bit of discussion, then you have your three songs, and then the sermon, and you're done. And uh, I'm not necessarily saying that I have an issue with that because I'm not high church pro. Like, I'm, I'm not necessarily—I'm not always high church I don't know. I don't know where I am. Well, theological uh, mind. <laughs> yeah, well, my mindset has just been There's still diving a liturgy into, everywhere. Yeah, That's diving, what I'm starting to realize. Yeah, diving into, if Christians were doing this for the majority of Christian history, this more liturg- like liturgical high, high church, church yeah. why did we remove it? And sh- I think a lot of people couldn't even answer the question why we removed it. Because you could say, well, that's just traditions of men. Well, your, I could look at your liturgy and saying, 
That's, that's really that's just, just traditions of men. That's just what you guys do. And I think a lot of people don't realize, like, I was so shocked when we went to Father Daryl's service and he's explaining to me the liturgy. Like, you know, a lot of people who are listening to this who are Catholic or, or higher church structures, so Lutheran, Anglican, whatever, Orthodox, they're going to look at me and be like, how did you not know this? But, like, you remember when we started greeting everybody and saying, was it peace be with you? Yeah, peace and be with you. I was like, why are we doing this? I was kind of in my Protestant shell, like, why are we doing this? It's just one of those traditions. And then they ex- he explained to me, like, oh, no, Jesus says before you make a sacrifice at the altar, go and make peace with your brother. So we're we're saying peace be with you because we're making peace with one another. And I was like, I think, what? though, that I'm not saying that, that's, that we shouldn't do that in the services because that's one of those things that I've actually, like, really enjoyed. But I think also to take that scripture and remember, like, that literally means if you have an issue with a brother to, like, go and make peace yeah, with them, not yeah. just pretend peace. And yeah, shake their hand yeah. and be happy with it. Right. But, so I, but it reminds you, it's meditating on those things so that you know in your life we should be doing this. So, so I think it is is good. It's just making sure that we're doing it out of the right heart. But I think that's with anything. But in, in the same point, it kind of makes you think if you have an issue with a brother and you know that at service you're going to have to look at that person and say, peace be with you, that's either going to bring judgment on them or yourself, Right. So either you're going to actually mean peace be with you, like I'm making peace with you, or you're not. And in this case, you're going to be held accountable for that. Yeah. <laughs> but the, my point being is like there's actually – I remember just being in my like kind of low church Protestant. There's so many times people would look at – they'd say it about Catholics, but what they don't understand is they're basically saying it about the Anglicans and Lutherans too because they have a very similar liturgical structure from what I can tell and saying, well, oh, that's just so pagan. That's so pagan. It's like, actually, this is like Bible here, Bible there, Bible here, Bible there, like Bible everywhere. And again, I'm not saying that means we ought to do that, but those types of things have really challenged us to think, well, maybe we remove this ancient, this ancient uh, boundary mark, this ancient landstone, um, without really thinking about the consequences and really thinking about why did Christians do this in the first place? Why did Christians uh, go about the, forming this liturgy or being given this liturgy? Why did the church come to this? And not just going, oh, well, it's probably because they were influenced by paganism, but really trying to give... We should always give people the benefit of the doubt and trying to give the early church and the church the benefit of the doubt in that. Um, so I don't know, maybe that'll be a good point we'll focus on throughout the season is talking to, trying to talk to people about liturgy and, you know, why do, why does your service look this way? Why does it look that way? Um, either way, we're really going to try to make an effort to make, uh, good content to try to field these questions and share that on the podcast. Um, and I think just sharing our experience, I think that like like we just said, that we just went to an Anglican church a lot closer to us and just sharing those experiences alongside with you guys. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, for right now, just with the kids and the craziness, I think we're probably going to stick to more to, to this uh, laid-back audio format. But if you guys would like to see us really try to make an effort at videos again, we will do our best. But children come first. Our family comes first. So... Just trying to be real about that. Um, Because we do enjoy this, but I also enjoy spending time with you people. Yeah, I do too. And I think I I like the video content, but it's six times the amount of work and it's 
it's so difficult in some areas. You know, I know there's a great reward to it, but at the moment, it's just not something we can do. And if we're going to be realistic about continuing to do this, then we're going to have to do it in a format that is easier for us to get content out to those that want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you guys for those of you who have supported us through this hiatus. It was very difficult time and we appreciate your prayers first of all because uh, there was a lot of times that that was I think the only thing that got us through on a mm-hmm. daily basis um, and of course the financial support that many of you have given us blows us away the only reason we can do any of like we have even the nice things that we have here is because you guys have believed in what we're doing and trying to increase this discussion in the body of Christ and go on this journey and so we thank you for that uh, we we are sorry for this hiatus. Uh, it was not planned. It wasn't what we wanted, but it happens, and we know that you guys would want us to put our family first and take care of that. So uh, we give you our word. We're going to be trying to push it for this next season, and uh, your prayers would continue to be appreciated for our family as we grow and go into this new season with uh, little ones. So Yes, we do appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah, so uh, we will hopefully catch you in the next podcast with an interview about something that's going to make you think really hard and challenge you. Yeah, we will. We'll get you some more information and we'll be back. <laughs> right. Thank you guys for tuning in to Theological Mutts. You guys, I hope you have a blessed one.